welcome everyone this is neelam from amdabad sahil from bangalore and we are happy to be back with our podcast intuition and intellect yes and it is extremely exciting to to know that we are continuing this and sustaining <laughs> this <laughs> so what is today's topic sahil okay so um, today's topic is um taking off from the last conversation that we had yesterday and about really understanding and what i thought we could do today is uh, to be able to uh, structure this like a question answer session where uh, where i would ask you a few questions a few doubts that i have uh, relating to the masculine relating to the feminine um and how the masculine and the feminine are affected by the cycles of change and is it something that both men and women experience at the same time um what is the degree of that experience and how can we sort of better understand those experiences that are happening within ourselves to be able to better understand um ourselves as men and women um um so yeah so i thought that we would uh, we would start with that and i thought that the first thing that we could start with was uh, just asking you what your um how would you define the masculine and the feminine well you're asking me to define that itself is masculine isn't it <laughs> i know yes <laughs> absolutely <laughs> we are so conditioned to understanding things from a masculine perspective and point of view and it has become so deeply embedded within us that we don't even realize that we are operating by default out of the masculine uh, the, so just to begin with uh, feminine way is the way of experiencing it through your senses through our emotions through our feelings through our body and it is all about intuitiveness our psychic abilities our flow our ability to receive anything that is matter our creativity the aspects around birthing the cyclical way of living primarily which is circular that is all feminine whereas the masculine will be the opposite of what i just mentioned so when i talk about senses intuition embodiment masculine will go to mind intellect logic and thinking vis-a-vis -vis feelings when feminine is about receiving masculine will become the giver just like the shiva and the shakti we have the shivalinga we have the shakti so these aspects represent the stri the purusha and the prakriti so these aspects represent these are universal aspects these are universal fundamental aspects which are existentially there in all aspects of our life so so these are very long discussions of how what is masculine and what is feminine but this is broadly it and and so you say define so that comes big brings clarity which will be again masculine so yeah these these are broadly masculine feminine aspects the night will be feminine the day will be masculine anything which brings clarity expansiveness is external is linear 
is masculine anything which is cyclical circular never ending darkness internal represents the feminine the yin and so if we look at all aspects of nature they are represented in these two principles absolutely and in fact i i think one of the reasons uh, i have uh, two sort of uh, inquiries after uh, after listening to what you said one was that um, what is the you know we hear this word polarities a lot you know and we we understand that um, every time we say that uh, you know the masculine and feminine are not opposites but are polarities um, you know and there are two however it is that we define polarities and somehow there is this uh, somehow there is this perception that opposites uh, you know has this very like negative connotation to it or it has this idea that you know that one is superior uh, over the other or the other is superior over, you know like the masculine is superior over the feminine and the feminine superior over the masculine and i think my question is that do you do you feel like how do we look at these two aspects of our being how do we look at these two aspects of nature do you feel like even when you say opposites um how would you define the relationship between these two opposites and something that we could relate to within ourselves uh, you know something that we can relate to within ourselves as human beings uh, something that we can relate to in terms of how we express ourselves as men and as women like in our gender bodies these are complementary principles within each one of us so just like all of nature is representative of these two principles of life which is the masculine and the feminine the yang and the yin similarly a man would have both these principles the primary essence being the masculine in a man but the man would also have masculine and feminine and similarly a woman would have primarily feminine but would also have feminine and masculine and when these two principles have a dance have a beautiful collaboration have a beautiful inclusion have a beautiful complementary role to play to each other then there is harmony and alignment with all of life which is also not only talking in terms of having alignment in the forces of nature but these forces exist within our body as well uh, the chinese uh, way of being and all the in, even in the hindu the ayurveda uh, talks about elements and talks about organs in our body itself some organs are masculine and some organs are feminine and even in elements which is we are comprising we all know right it is a given knowledge that we are all comprising of the five elements so some elements are masculine and some elements are feminine so we are without our knowledge operating by default out of these two principles these two phenomena in our life some things happen in life wherein one starts dominating and then the other gets suppressed and that's where in the imbalance in our body arises when there is too much heat the element of cold is suppressed when there is too much cold the element of heat plays a different role and there arises illness in the body and there arises uh, imbalance in the body and the same is with our psychological aspects if we operate only out of one aspect then the other gets imbalanced and if we don't allow the other aspect to come in 
the, the previous one gets imbalanced. So if, if what we are striving at always is to achieve balance, then these two, whether you call them polarities or opposites, they have to complement each other. They have to collaborate with each other because one cannot exist without the other. We need both to function efficiently and harmoniously in our life. The rhythm that is created is out of the functioning of these two principles in alignment. Night will lose its meaning if day did not exist. If we had just brightness and not night, it would lose its meaning. Both night and day play their important, important role. At night, we get a time to decompress, we retreat within ourselves, we sleep, we go within, we rejuvenate, we wake up. At the daytime, we are active, we are given opportunity to go outside, to work, to be there for our families and so on and so forth. If we were to only work, work, work and not have the nighttime recuperation, we would be imbalanced. If we were to just rest, rest, rest and be eternal and not have the day and go out and work, we would again be imbalanced. We would become lazy people. So that's a simple example of how day which is masculine and night which is feminine, both need to collaborate with each other. We need to bring in the importance and the functionalities of both in harmony to be able to balance our lives. What we have started doing during the daytime, we keep sleeping. We wake up late at till 10 o'clock. The modern generation keeps sleeping till 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock because they are awake till 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the night. And so what tasks are supposed to be happening in the daytime, the, the energy of which is ripe during the daytime is lost. The energy of which is ripe at the night time is lost too. And so we start going into this imbalance cycle. And so, and that is why the feminine way of being is slightly crucial to understand because over a period of time we have forgotten that our life is a cycle and each cycle has different phases. And we need to embody the energy of each cycle to bring balance. So in the cyclical living, certain phases will be masculine. Certain phases will be feminine, but we live a linear life, which is straight. We keep working the same way as we would work in every day of the month, every time of the day. And that is why the imbalance is created because through eons, we've moved away from a cyclical way of living to a linear form of living. And that's the problem, whether it, they are polarities or opposites, it really doesn't matter. But we have forgotten to embody the cyclical way of living. Absolutely. And uh... If, you know, I just wanted to point something out and this is something that I feel very strongly about and we were talking about this as well. And, you know, we talk about, uh, we talk about the divine feminine or we talk about the feminine way of being, uh, you know, being suppressed now, uh, you know, and being lost uh, through this journey. Um, through the journey of like thousands of years that is happening, right? Where it's been one polarity that has, in a way, um, that it has been perceived that one polarity has suppressed the other. But I would also like to know from you that, um, I mean, I understand that, that the divine feminine is the one, the divine feminine has been suppressed, but so has the divine masculine been suppressed, right? And uh, the, the, entire, the entire balance between the divine masculine and the divine feminine was never about um, owning power by, uh, by the other losing power. It was always about both. It is about both owning their power and both realizing, like you said, that they're complementary to each other, right? 
And so I, I really want to know more from you about what you feel about that, about both the masculine and the feminine together being lost in this journey. Um, and how does one reconcile with that? How does one move from that? How does one understand that? What I understand from my own experience is that over a period of thousands of years, and I don't know how the feminine way of being just went on getting denied and suppressed and disowned and it became wounded. And the masculine way of being came forward, which we call today as a patriarchal system. But patriarchal system of greed and power and control has equally wounded men. And so hence the masculine principle is also equally wounded. Because if I talk about divine masculine, it is not about greed and control. It is about living in harmony with the feminine. If I talk about the divine feminine, it is not about excluding the masculine. It is about allowing the masculine to come in and play his role. So both have to coexist. But over a period of thousands of years, over a period of the struggle of one wanting to be superior than the other, and then this feminine cycle going down and down, and the masculine cycle coming up and up, and that too becoming wounded in the process, and not divine, not divine anymore, the imbalance in the cultural consciousness or in the society or within us is massive because the way today until now we have been operating is a mentality which says do 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 which is purely the masculine way of being but it is again a wounded way of being which says which seeks our energies to go out to work to acquire and in this, this process of acquisition never stops. And so there is the desire to be more, the desire to have more, the desire to earn more, and which gave birth to more woundedness, which became greed and power and control, which is why where we are where we are as a collective. And so there is this is a never-ending, this became a never-ending cycle because somehow we learned that our significance and our importance is existential because of doing because of being more because of acquiring more because of external and we forgot the internal way of being and so so although i agree that masculine way of being is also wounded because this is not divine masculine any which ways it is again wounded masculine in order to balance it however the feminine way of being has to revive and is reviving it is only then we can go back and say to the masculine that their way of being is also wounded and it is true and since women and the feminine way of being is also connected to death and rebirth and reshaping consciousness and birthing consciousness it is through the feminine way of the consciousness that the are uh, the entire collective consciousness can be rebirthed it is she when i say she not necessarily women but it is she the divine feminine will rebirth the wounded masculine or will also enable the healing of the woundedness within the masculine now, without the feminine coming into play masculine wounding which exists cannot heal either because even a wounded man needs a feminine energy to come and hold and heal for a man to go into his wounding around the masculine the feminine energy is required and so the collapse that has happened of the feminine energy since eons that wave has been happening since many years now and that needs to continue while parallelly Men realizing that they need to own their feminine also to in order to heal their own wounding, be it with regards to the feminine or the masculine, for this balance to come back and for this oneness to come back. We are yet very, very far away from the oneness. We, as a part of spiritual movements, 
want to desire this oneness and want to transcend this we talk about the oneness but do we even understand what the oneness is and hence we need to understand the polarity the opposites and the corresponding wounding with each polarity with each principle the masculine has his own wounding regarding the feminine and the masculine the feminine has the woman has her own wounding regarding feminine and masculine and both need to start individually addressing that for them to be healed and become the divine masculine and the divine feminine before they can become one that is talking in terms of energy principles and people and before that the sacred dance cannot happen before that the collaboration cannot oneness cannot happen and so it is very important for each individual <clears throat> to look at their own masculine feminine and address it individually and take the help of each other for healing the wounding that exists between both men and women so this is when i say feminine it is not just women even men will play a role in bringing back the feminine and that is why healing of the men and of their own masculine and feminine is equally important in these times to bring back the feminine way of being absolutely and uh, i so much of what you're saying resonates with me and so much of what you're saying is uh, something that i so truly believe in as well um and about how both play an equally important role and i i i have a question and before the question i wanted to sort of read out something because um it, it's something that uh, it just completely reminded me of what you were saying and uh, i had marked it because i was anticipating that somewhere this will come up <laughs> and so i wanted to read this out to you and then follow it up with a question but uh, there's this book that i'm reading and uh, it's called power of myth and joseph campbell and uh, uh, this person moyers are having a conversation with each other and uh, and moyers asks joseph campbell and says do you think goddess religions emerged because in the domestication of the human race um, women played such a dominant role in the planting and harvesting activities of those early societies and then campbell replies and says there is no doubt about that at that moment the women became the most important members of the society in terms of magic power and and then moyes replied and said that it had been the man hunting it had been the men hunting right so he said yes and now that it moves over into the woman since her magic is that of giving birth and nourishment as the earth does her magic supports the magic of the earth in the early tradition she is the first planter it is only later when the plow is invented in the high culture systems that the male takes over the agricultural led again and then the simulation of coitus with the plow with the plow plowing the earth becomes a dominant myth figure and i felt this was so it was so beautiful in relation to what you were saying as well that we forgotten that the feminine or the woman was the planter is the planter is is though is so finely attuned with the cycle of creation and with the cycle of nourishment and the cycle of um, you know just planting and harvesting and we have tilted our uh, understanding towards the plow and towards the male taking charge of the plow and the male you know even the metaphor even metaphorically it is that male who's taking charge um if you would talk about gods as well right it is the male god we always refer to the god as the he or he is the creator and where did that he come from like where did that he come from right and in all of these god religions in these goddess religions we talk about this but we 
have so systematically failed to acknowledge the role of the feminine and to acknowledge the role of the woman and i would i take the liberty of saying the woman here um because it is the woman who is most connected um to the cycle um of life and to the cycle of birth and of creation so i think i think now in today's context when when you're saying that the the divine when the when the feminine way of being now is rising and you know it it has been rising over the past uh, so many years over the past 8 years or 9 years how does what can a man do to be able to understand his role um and what can a woman do to understand her role in the in the understanding and acceptance of their own masculine and in their own feminine and then maybe paving the way for an integration to take place in the future so what what do you think a man and a woman can do in their own individual capacities and how should they uh, how should they have a conversation with these aspects of themselves before i answer that i i am itching to say something while you were reading uh, the woman being yeah. the harvest initiator and all of that and so in yeah. all indigenous societies in the traditional uh, times uh, going back to right. the time of our ancient ancestors across cultures uh, right. including the native american the indian and all the indigenous societies had the elder or the shaman or the priestess as a woman because Absolutely. she was connected to the ways of life because of her own way of being uh, connected to the cycles connected to nature connected to uh, the parallel universes because her body is such uh, so i would like to little bit elaborate on that before i answer and it kind of will cover as to how a woman can uh, embody the yeah. feminine uh, it kind of answers it automatically uh, because uh, when i was talking about linear being the masculine principle and cyclical and circular being the feminine way of being what does that mean let's go out in nature how does nature operate what does nature comprise of it comprises of seasons spring summer autumn winter talk about elements air fire water earth talk about constellations talk about the sun and the moon talk about our life we are born we grow up we become adults we age and we die and then we are born again our clock the drums that were played in the indigenous societies everything is a circle everything is represented in a circular cycle from spring we move to summer from summer we move to autumn from autumn we move to winter and earlier life was simple because mankind lived in nature human kind lived in alignment with these cycles of nature they would very conveniently go, go to places where there would be uh, harvest available or the plains where they could have cattle or in winters they would shift and go and settle somewhere else they would build their houses in a way that the cycles of the moon and sun 
would effectively help them live their day-to-day -day life. I've been to shamanic indigenous societies where there are these remains of the housing that they built. They have built it so effectively that and they were so much in tune with the cycles of the sun and the moon that in summer when the heat is high, this is where the sunlight would hit so they will build the housing accordingly. In winter, there will be sun will be rising from this direction so they will build the housing accordingly so they don't get affected by the extreme cold but they have still the sunlight coming. And it was it is so beautiful because what today's science is studying, the ancient ancestors knew. So it was a very cyclical way of living rather than a linear way of living even then. And, and for a woman, this becomes easy. Why I'm saying easy? Because through her own menstruation cycle, through her own womb, she is automatically embodying these cycles of nature. And hence, Prakriti and Shakti, Prakriti and Stri are similar because Prakriti, the cycles of nature, woman, hormone menstruation cycle are parallelly running, are same. A woman also embodies this, this through her own menstruation cycle. And once a woman learns, and so each cycle, each phase of this circular cycle, represents certain attributes, certain power, certain qualities, certain way of being and certain way of living. If a woman learns to embody that way of being as per that phase of her cycle, she is in automatic alignment with her yin and yang because in her cycle, just like nature, we have two seasons that are masculine two seasons that are feminine. Spring and summer are masculine. Autumn and winter are feminine. Similarly, all the four phases of her menstruation cycle, the pre-ovulation and the ovulation represent the yang energy and the PMS and the menstruation represent the yin energy. So if a woman learns what her cycle is all about, and what each phase of her cycle represents and consciously takes steps to align her energy and her way of living, being and doing to each phase of the cycle, she is automatically embodying the feminine and the masculine in a balanced way. This is one very important way of owning the feminine principle in a circular way at the same time embodying and balancing the yin and the yang within the body and hence automatically outside. And this is what nature teaches us also. And this is to realize the importance of the cyclical way of living. What we have started doing over a period of time is we treat each hour of the day as the same and hence the linear way of living. But the energy that we have in the morning cannot be the same which we have in the later part of the day when the sun is setting and cannot be the same which we have at night. When the time needs to unwind at night, we become the night owls and we are awake till 2 and 3. So of course our body energy is not balanced. We are not embodying the yin. At that time we are embodying the yang. And so, and then we wake up late. So the, the, the benefit that we have of the daytime, of the yang, of the rising sun is lost. So for men also to understand the importance of this cyclical way of being and, and embody that is one important way to balance the energies within oneself and balance the yin and yang.
so the circular way of living which we have forgotten is very very crucial and the first step i would say to begin understanding this play of life to this play of this rhythm and this dance of nature and this dance of the feminine and the masculine of course there are thousands of other ways and there is immense wounding which has gone into each aspect and that's a different mass aspect altogether as to how to heal but in order to shift we need to begin to go back to the importance of living in alignment with nature and what is that alignment with nature it is this circular way of living and being yeah and i think it's um, i mean i feel like it's so important for um, it's so important for both men and women to understand uh, this way of being and to understand the fact that um, you know there is a, a that, that this is not a linear life that we are supposed to lead and the fact that um, we are somewhere imposing this life on ourselves and as a result of that are living in disharmony with our own selves and i think the the very basis of our the very the very fundamental aspect of our existence um if you were to remove everything uh, out of the equation would be to live in harmony with ourselves and if if the if that very aspect we have taken away from ourselves and has been taken away from us um then how can we balance out the other aspects how can we balance out you know we talk about balancing life and professional and personal life and you know this life and that life and i mean it's difficult to be able to do that when at, at such a fundamental at such a core level we are living we are living in such disharmony um you know within our beings and and i think what's what particularly struck out for me in this was also um, the understanding that men can uh, develop or the understanding that men can have of the feminine way of being um and also i i wanted to sort of touch upon the um the misconstrued notion of what feminine is um that a man has um and i think we've covered a lot of that through the conversations that we've had and through the things that you've said um to be able to build a deeper understanding of what it means uh you know for a feminine the feminine way of being um but also you know there is this i remember we were having this conversation yesterday when we said that you know men find it very difficult to uh you know understand women right and um it's very difficult to you know uh, emotionally relate to how a woman behaves and to how a woman emotes and to how a woman expresses and how a woman feels um and i was just and you know i just wanted to know that understanding the way of the feminine and really uh, touching and really experiencing the way of the feminine would also bring us closer to understanding the unpredictability of our emotions and and how some might describe it the volatility of our emotions and you know quotes the the volatility of our emotions um and realize that the more we try to uh, understand the polarities and the unpredictability of our emotions the more we are moving towards creating a balanced self and as a result the more we are moving towards creating a balanced self we are then creating a balanced society we are creating we are manifesting a balanced world um and i just wanted to i wanted to hear what your thoughts are on this that you know then for a man uh, to understand the feminine way of being would also mean would also mean becoming closer to his emotions 
but also then understand that his emotions are not as linear or as structured as he's made them out to be um, and how that can in fact uh, help in his relationships um, you know with his with women in general and how yeah so just around that people share a couple of thoughts come as you ask this question uh, regarding the unpredictability of emotions it is so true because and we hear that right uh, it is very difficult to understand women and of course it is because she embodies a cyclical way of being instead of a linear way of being even if Definitely. women who have become masculine and linear still through their body they are experiencing this men- menstruation cycle which is never the same during the period of the month she will go through uh, a period of 7 days in which she will act and feel x then another 7 days in which she will feel y in another 7 days in she which we will feel z in another 7 days when she will feel totally different because these four phases are different so in one moment a woman feels something in another phase she feels something else in one phase she is absolutely being the goody goody mother and the nurturing mother and not tired of giving at all and in another phase she will say don't mess with me i have to give all the time you do your own work so this is the energy which a woman embodies because she is absolutely representing of the cycles of nature who is also not the same so when the woman is in her shedding phase like her pms and menstruation she is absolutely no nonsense no bullshit woman her tolerance for bullshit is absolutely zero wherein her tolerance in her ovulation phase where she represents the mother is absolutely high so if you expect her to be the mother and the loving mother all the time who is absolutely okay to give and never fatigue ain't going to be possible but yes women have made themselves like that because the only way they get justification and significance is being the role of the mother what happens as a result of that we have an over fatigued woman who is always depleted and never nurturing of herself and so always embodying doing 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 and not receiving and so the imbalance within even a woman cycle and so when a woman is different in all phases of her cycle and if she's honest embodiment of that and true embodiment of that true awareness she is going to be different the emotions that come up in pre ovulation vis-a-vis the emotions which come up in ovulation vis-a-vis the emotions which come up in pms and the emotions which come up in menstruation and including the thought process is very different in each phase and so obviously with the cyclical way of being which is never the cycle is never the same comes ton of unpredictability with unpredictability comes a ton of unknown when we have unknown we cannot control and when we cannot control we feel very unsafe and so we don't want to embody or understand the cyclical way of being vis-a-vis what feels safe linear because it is the same i have control over it i know what is going to happen and so our ego mind attaches to the linear way of being so that is one aspect why we deny the feminine or why we deny the 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 circular way of being so while women have a circular way of being men also have their cycle so it is typically believed that women will follow the cycle of the moon and in two phases of the cycle of the moon it is an increasing cycle so the waxing moon and the full moon and the moon starts waning which is the 
then starts declining which is the waning moon and then we go back to the no moon or the dark moon and so even the moon is not the same during the day or during the month it keeps on increasing then it goes on declining and so women follow the moon and hence the menstruation also represents the moon the moon cycle what would bring and and since moon is feminine and sun is masculine what typically men follow is the cycle of the sun which is again the rising sun the sun at the peak the sun is setting and then the sun goes down and so typically if a man and woman are in a relationship and they have to have harmony when the woman is in her declining energy which is her pms and menstruation if a man is at the peak of his doership and peak of action then the energy in the family will balance because when a woman is in her north is in her menstruation is in her shedding and has to rest and retreat and the man can pick up the thread of the doership and he is in his south in the peak of the action then the and he understands that the woman needs to slow down and rest then the energy can balance and then there will be harmony but if a man in his, in his resting phase and a woman also wants to rest who will do the work of the family and so there will be argument and there will be conflict or the woman will end up doing or the man will end up doing and both will feel tired and both will be at each other's throat and similarly if a man if a woman is in her south which is the action phase which is the full moon phase which is the ovulation phase the woman the man can take a little bit of backseat and decline his activity and take his me time and take his rest time and this is where when a man and woman are relating the dance will keep on happening of the action and the rest and the retreat and the and the coming forward and this beautiful dance will flow between the yin and the yang automatically also between them and the cycle will between their own life their own life cycle and their own rhythm will come to a balance and an alignment with what they represent and bring to each other space and hence there can be alignment in their relationship there can be alignment in their rhythmic dance with each other and this is the ideal way which takes some work uh, of course which takes some awareness of course and it's a process it will keep on a, a woman in her masculine will keep on going into her feminine a feminine woman will keep on getting into her masculine and so on and so forth for the man as well because the phases of the cycle will keep on overlapping but primarily if we are doing a sense to the phase of the cycle we are in we will have experience of harmony within our mind body and spirit and we will have balance in our life and that's the way to be and that's how nature is a winter doesn't say i cannot rest i have to have spring a spring doesn't say i will have to be in spring all the time it goes to summer in the peak of the harvest in the peak of the blossoming a summer cannot say i will stay in summer all the time it has to go into shedding and of the autumn and the autumn cannot say this is enough i can't go into being naked and being bare and being dead it has to die so for a rebirth and a new spring to happen winter has to happen and summer cannot happen without winter is happening and so even nature teaches us it is increase in activity and it is decline in activity unfortunately this patriarchal way of being or this masculine way of being just honors the doership honors the action moment we go into rest we are judged and shamed and made to feel guilty and so we unconsciously suppress the feminine way of being which is retreating which is reclining which is resting and we never learn to embody it 
and we and hence we give birth to a linear way of being and then the fatigue and the breakdown and the panic attack and the depression and the anxiety these all mental diseases which have kept on increasing are going back to the same root cause that we are not living a life in alignment to what we are what we should be and and that's why the imbalance gets created in mind in body in spirit absolutely wow this was um, this was beautiful and um, i think it's so necessary for us to understand this and you know just when i was writing i was right i was making notes as you were talking and i was talking about and i thought of the evolution uh, the evolution phase and how and what role the the man will play in that um and what uh, role uh, you know will will the man um play when the woman is in her pms cycle and it was and just at that moment you also described that that harmony uh, you know in the relationship and that alignment in the relationship and both the women and the men need to understand this and the 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 understanding like you're saying of the cycles is not something that just the the men need to embody but both need to embody this understanding um, of the cycles uh, in order to be able to bring that harmony in order to be able to bring that alignment into a relationship um and i think it's so beautiful how um how by doing that we are then creating i mean i uh, i find that kind of that kind of harmonious relationship so beautiful where the men and the women uh, where the man and the woman are complementing each other which is really been the nature of life uh, you know and something that we started off with uh, you know about the yin and yang complementing um, and about how that that is the very natural cycle of life and that is a very natural cycle of our being as well and also about you saying that you know if you if you're able to understand that we live in harmony with with each other and that in living with harmony with each other we can actually like produce a world that that understands its role as um as that of sustenance and of support and of uh, and you know that, that level of support then we would go against these patriarchal forces we would go against these forces of capitalism of uh, of competition um because then people wouldn't be competing against each other uh, you know people would actually be supporting each other um and then you know the the forces uh, that are there uh, would not be happy with such a world uh, sorry i'm taking a small dig at patriarchal <laughs> forces also and just putting it out there but uh you know it's so true that that the entire nature of our world would can so drastically change um it can actually become uh, you know such a harmonious balance but also a world which lends so much support and nourishment to each other um you know where there is a spirit where there is a constant spirit of collaboration not just in our households but you know also externally um you know with people that we meet and with you know other beings that we engage with and what would that world be like and what would that world you know what that kind of world feel like it's, it's such a beautiful thought it is um, it is yeah and um, yeah so i think this was uh this was fascinating and this was so uh so so great you know and and particularly in today's times let's uh, hope and let's send blessings 
where these two aspects of life are able to beautifully coexist in balance and in harmony and yeah uh, three uh, cheers to a world which we want to create of collaboration and not power greed or competition the whole problem that exists today in the collective consciousness in all aspects of the world is precisely because of that uh, this is mine this is yours i need more and i seek more and there is no end to it but if we were to collaborate and live in harmony with each other within the forces of the nature within us and outside of us it would indeed be a collaborative world it would indeed be a nourishing world where we would support each other rather than bringing down each other and yeah so so prayers for this world and cheers for uh, our intention for this world absolutely. to both absolutely and it is birthing it absolutely is i can see it i can see i can see it in the conversations that we are having in the conversations that uh, so many other people are also having with each other now there is more conversation there is more engagement there is more um, there is a there is a there's a higher need to understand this and i think that in itself is uh, you know it's a beautiful change so i'm very i'm glad that i'm not just a part of this change and not just witnessing it but i'm also glad that i've met people like you and like so many others who um who also dedicated their lives uh, you know to being an active uh, contributor to this change um so i think uh, it was absolutely fascinating it was it was so beautiful the things that you shared and uh, thank you so much for uh, thank, doing thank you so much for asking such wonderful questions and a wonderful conversation as usual absolutely yes so i want to say a little goodbye to the <laughs> listeners yeah and uh, so do tune in and if you feel propelled by the aspects that we have been sharing and having conversations around uh, feel free to share it forward and stay tuned for more Absolutely. Thank you all, future listeners. Thank you, Ali. Thank you, Sahil. Thank you, Milam. Thank you.